Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the, the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Thank you for your support. Thank you for taking time out to listen in to Marriage Mondays with the Kings right here on KRG and 98.5 FM. We want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, which is Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are in the social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor Forward slash Inspiration. And so right now in our show, we are just going to ask if you are able to bow your heads with us as we open up our show with a word of prayer and go before the Lord. Thank you for taking time out to do that. Most gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, we come to you right now, Heavenly Father, just giving you thanks, dear God. Even though everything is going on in the world today, dear God, we say thank you. We say thank you because you woke us up, dear God. You allowed us to see another day, dear God. You are keeping us and protecting us, dear God. And we give you all glory and honor for that. Dear God, we just want to pray for the world right now, dear God. We know that things may be in a bit of chaos, Heavenly Father, but we know that you are yet still in control, Heavenly Father. We thank you, dear God. God for just being there, dear God, guiding us, ordering our steps, Heavenly Father. And we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that people will not lose their minds, Heavenly Father, but they will just turn back to you, dear God, and have faith and trust in you, dear God, to do what it is that you said that you were going to do. We want to pray and lift up our leadership across the, the world, dear God, asking, dear God, that they would just drop to their knees and turn to you, dear God, and ask what it is that they must do in moving forward, Heavenly Father, that they would not move, dear God, to the left or to the right, dear God, without you, dear God, that they would just ask that you would just continue, dear God, to just be with them and give them the strength, dear God, as they pass down what it is that you said that we should do next, dear God, for our word, that they would not be of self, dear God, and self-righteousness, Heavenly Father, but they would come and, dear God, allow the people to just encourage the people to just come together even the more dear God that to go forth in prayer heavenly father dear God we just want to pray dear God that people would just utilize this time dear God not to complain dear God as to what is going on in the world and being of the world heavenly father but utilize this time to dear God to just get back to the basics get back to what's important heavenly father get back to time with you dear God get back to improving our physical man dear God getting back to just enjoying each other's married couples as we are being being told that we have to stay in our households, Heavenly Father. And most importantly, dear God, get back to time with family, dear God. We know of the past, dear God, that we have said that everything else is important, dear God. But just taking this time, dear God, not to complain as the world complained, Heavenly Father, but to be positive and uplifting, dear God. So others may run to you and say, what must I do to be saved? Others may run, dear God, to you, back to you, Heavenly Father, and say, I want that faith that I seen so-and-so have, dear God, that we as Christians, Heavenly Father, and those who call ourselves children of the Most High God would just turn back to you, dear God, and that we would interject positivity into the world and not ne negativity, dear God, at this time. Dear God, we are asking for prayer of healing across the land. Dear God, we know that a lot of people are not making it because of this virus that is attacking the lands, dear God, but we are just praying for healing, dear God, that 
it would just move in your time, dear God, that it would just protect those, dear God, and it would keep those, Heavenly Father, as you see fit, dear God. And this show on tonight, we ask, dear God, that me and my husband decrease, Heavenly Father, and you increase through us, Heavenly Father, that a word may be said, Heavenly Father, that would just help those, dear God, someone who may be in despair tonight, on dear, uh, dear God, that it would just help them and lift them up and encourage them to lift up their head and go forward in you, Heavenly Father. We know that you are all knowing, you are all seeing, and you are all doing, dear God. And we put our faith and our trust in you. We ask that you would just continue to bless KRGN, dear God, as positivity is going out over the airways, dear God, to bless your people and uplift them and strengthen them even the more, dear God. We ask, dear God, that you would continue to cover those, dear God, who are coming over the airways, dear God, that we would speak words of you and not of us, dear God. Thank you for what you are going to do tonight on this show, dear God. We ask that you would continue to get the glory and all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our KRGN disclaimer, views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management, or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And uh, KRGN, uh, Marriage Mondays with the King's motto, is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. And our foundational scripture for the show, Matthew, the 19th chapter, the 6th verse, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And so at this time of the show, we like to thank those who support us here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Get all the announcements out of the way so we can dive into the show. All right. So we want to just start out uh, thanking those individuals who support Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We're going to start out in Colleen, Texas. Send a big shout out to Demetria Hunt yes. of Colleen, Texas. All right. Also to Juanita Clark of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then all the way over in Lagos, Nigeria, we want to send a big shout out to Adafalake Ayabami. Wow. Adafalake Ayabami. So thank you so much for yes. being a supporter. Thank you. And so we just want to thank those three individuals, but not only those three, but everyone who joins in to listen to Marriage Mondays with the Kings and all of the other shows on 98.5 FM, The Rock. And we just thank you and ask for your continued support. Amen. And now moving down to our anniversaries, uh, we had a few anniversaries that we want to be able to celebrate and send shout outs to. So first, we're going to start off in Harker Heights, Texas, and want to send a big shout out to Robert and Jennifer Fru. Ooh. who's uh, celebrated 28 years on March the 1st. Wow, 28 years. Mm. Yes, it is. And then to William and Carla Mooks of Edmond, Oklahoma, uh, celebrating 30 years on the 4th. Yes, come on now. Yes, 30? 30 years. Big three zero. Yes. And then to Philip and Jackie Tucker of Temple, Texas, celebrated 22 years on the 7th. Yes. And uh, Holly and Bryson Rush of Cabot, Arkansas, 
uh, celebrating four years on the 18th. Oh, and then to Sean and Carvette Bennett of Harker Heights, Texas, they celebrated 22 years on the uh, 21st. Amen. And so a lot of double digit years that was there. Uh, individuals are really, you know, going through and, and sticking to their marriage and their vows as God has called them to do. And we Amen. pray for those individuals and also for everyone else who is working to get to those double digit numbers. Don't yes. don't stop it. Keep it going forward. Exactly. And so thank you once again. A happy anniversary to all those individuals. And if we were not able to say happy anniversary to you, um, happy anniversary. And may God continue to bless you with many more. Amen. And so due to current events, the previously announced gigantic gospel concert 2020 has been canceled in both locations of Dallas and Houston, Texas. And so again, um, they, that concert has been canceled because of current events that are going on. And so keep in mind that Caragian is a 100% listener-supported radio station. We're located at 100 West Central Texas Expressway Suite number 307 in Harkrise, Texas 76548. And so, you know, people ask, how can they be a blessing to Caragian? Because Caragian has blessed them. And so, you know, we had to go and get the information if God has placed it on your heart to be a blessing to Caragene, pray for KRG and send thank you notes. Maybe something was said over the air um, and you want to send a letter of thanks. I just provided the address, you know, to anyone that has blessed you during this time or any previous time on the radio station. Um, or you want a cash app. You can cash app Caragene at dollar sign KRGNFM. And so... Moving on, we would like to thank those who support, as my husband said earlier, those of KRGM. We would like to thank the spiritual overseers, the radio show owners and managers, all the radio personalities, volunteers, and those who sow financially into KRGN, those who are praying for KRGN. We ask that you would continue to keep KRGN in your prayers. Now, as a reminder, you know, people are needing encouragement, especially during this time, right? And so with that, if you know someone that needs encouragement, there are several ways that they can listen to KRGN and be blessed as well. They can go to the website at www.mykrgn.com where they can listen live. They can download the KRGN app by going to their app store and um, typing in KRGN space FM. You will see the royal blue and white app. So that way you can keep it locked to inspiration 24 hours a day. And so getting into further into the show. Last week, actually the last two weeks, we did a show, part one and part two, no longer two, but one divorce. And so we had special guests that came on, uh, Shirley Latour, Rochelle Johnson, and even though my husband is part of Marriage Wonders of the Kings, he was also noted as a special guest as well. And they spoke about their divorce experience. They spoke about the things of why they got married, if they had um, premarital counseling and all that. So if you happen to miss out on the show. You can catch up. You can feel free to visit our podcast, which is buzzsprout.com. We are on Apple um, Podcasts. We're also on Google Play. And then you can visit our Marriage Mondays with the King YouTube channel, where both of the shows are uploaded to there as well. And so if you missed out, that's how you can catch up. All right. So moving on with today's topic, the importance of marriage on your family. Once again, today's topic, the importance of marriage on your family. And so the question of the week is this. 
Why do you think that married couples do not focus on how important the success of their marriage is to their families? And so to let you know, we do from time to time put the questions out so you can, um, you know, look at our social media pages more. So Facebook and Instagram and just look out for the questions. That way you can go ahead and respond to them. And we do read the questions on the show without, you know, giving anybody's identity to these comments. And so we're going to go ahead and jump into today's show of the importance of marriage on the family. And so I think this is something that when individuals decide to, to get married, it is something that they need to really think about and focus on. Uh, how is this marriage that I'm about to enter into? Um, going to have importance not only for the uh, inner family, if you will, but for the, the outer family or the extended family. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I kind of wanted to start off with is when it says the importance of marriage on family, first of all, you have to understand that when marriage first came about with Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. uh, we have to understand that it wasn't about the marriage at first. Mm. It was about what God had created and what he was going to pass down to his children. Okay. So correlate that to where you're going at in a marriage. What are you creating in that marriage and what are you passing down to your children? Hmm. That's going to be the importance of marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think in the society that we live in today, the importance has been taken off of the two becoming one and it's more kind of focus on everything else that's out there. Mm-hmm. And so instead of focusing on building a family and, and, and setting your kids up and letting them be able to uh, enjoy a legacy, and then they do that for them, uh, themselves as well, mm-hmm. it's more about the material things that are out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not working to make sure that my marriage is strong, but I want to make sure that that bank account is strong. Come on. I'm not working to make sure that my kids see what a marriage looks like. I want them to see how I provide it from a monetary standpoint, and that's what they need to focus on in order for their marriage to be uh, successful. Mm -hmm. And so the other thing that I want to kind of throw in there just to kind of get us started off is that uh, when God set forth with the initial marriage with Adam and Eve, there was a foundation that was set. Mm -hmm. And anytime you have a foundation, that is a building block for whatever is going to come after that, what's going to come on top of it. So it's a foundation. It can show a roadmap ahead. It can be a role model slash an example. And so why is marriage important? Uh, on the family is for all those reasons. Mm -hmm. Someone has to get out there and say, hey, this is a foundation that has been set and laid for us. We're sticking to that. And so my children know what a firm foundation looks like. Yes. See, sometimes in, in the world that we live in today, our foundation is not set. And then when our child goes out and marries someone that we don't think they should be married to or it doesn't work out, it's because the foundation wasn't set from the get go. Mm. So we have to understand some of the things we do in our relationship. It, is shown to our children and they are naturally sometimes going to do the same things that we did. Mm -hmm. And what we have to understand is by us showing them what's important and instilling the word of God into them instilling biblical values in them, it helps sets that foundation for them farther down the line. And so the last thing I'll say here is when we get into that realm and we talk about generational curses, why this man was divorced and then his son was divorced and then that child after that was divorced. Mm -hmm. Was that foundation ever set so it could be something that God had an opportunity to take a curse out of before it even got started. Mm, That is so good. And so I set up and I think about, 
you know, from a child's perspective, from a child's eyes. And so a lot of times, and this is what I'm saying. I'm just, y'all know me. I speak from the heart. I just speak honestly. And I speak what I see. A lot of times what I'm seeing right now is people are entering into marriage for selfish reasons, for selfish gains. And so just like my husband was saying about the foundation, the foundation has started off because it starts off in the mindset. It starts off in the mindset. So your mindset is saying, well, if I marry this individual and I'm going to be real, I've heard a lot of women say this and I'm not trying to throw us under the bus. But if I married this guy because he's making six figures, he has this nice house, he has this nice car. I'm tired of struggling and vice versa because both sexes have done it or whatever the case may be, then I'll be taken care of where you're being married. You're marrying for selfish reasons. You're not marrying for love. You're not marrying to build a solid foundation. And a lot of people, when they get into marriage, even because we talked about in the last two shows, when I set up with the panel members and I asked them, why did you get married? And what one said, lust, one said they were tired of being alone. The other one said what was going on in the world at that time. And so the thing is, even if you do get into a marriage for the wrong reason, reasons I believe in my heart that God can change your heart, but you got to want to be able to change. And so with that, you have to fight for the importance of your marriage. And so I'm going to come from a very familiar scripture that uh, many of us know, which is Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. And it reads, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Many of us is very familiar with that. And so we set up and think just like my husband was saying, when we train up a child, long as we're got a roof over their head and we're buying them everything that they want, then boom. But guess what? This is one thing that I can say that I know personally is that I'm a hands-on person. So Correlate that to this. If you're hands on, pretty much you are going to operate in the way that you have seen. And so the, the question is for every husband and wife, what are you teaching your, your children when it comes to marriage? What is it that they are learning? It's not always in what you say, it's what you do. And remember the old saying, which I couldn't stand. I'm trying to think of it right now. Do as I say and not as I do. I don't know who came up with that time foolery. That's the worst piece of advice that I would say that I've ever in my life have heard. Do as I say and not as I do. No, we as husband and wife should be telling our children by doing, tell them to do as we do. We should be the example. Don't make your self the scapegoat. And so I hear a lot of people say this. They'll say, well, Shane, you got to understand when I was growing up, now you're a whole 40, 50, 60 years old, whatever. When I was growing up in my family, I didn't see, you know, what it was like to have a successful marriage. Maybe they had, you know, one failed marriage before, whatever the case may be. But at some point in your life, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know some of the things that I seen in my home growing up, you know what I'm saying? And I don't fault my parents or whatever the case may be. I guess they were doing just what the best that they thought that they they could do or whatever the case may be. How and so ever, I knew as a child, I do not want this as an adult. When I get married, I do not want this. And I think that's probably part of the reason why when I was, me and my husband were dating and, you know, we were courting as the older folks say and stuff like that. I wanted something different for my family. I wanted something different for my marriage. I did not want to play games with marriage. 
And I, I hate to be mean, but there's a lot of people out there that are playing games with marriage. You are, you are not willing to think beyond yourself, number one, yourself and your spouse. And a lot of people kind of put this out there that, oh, their kids, they're resilient. They'll be okay. No, what you got to understand is if you are not creating a solid foundation, the way that my husband was just talking about it, you're not lining up with the word of God. Guess what? Your children is learning from that. And so don't get mad when you see your children go out there and do something and marry somebody and be reckless because they're doing exactly what they see you do. Mm. So if you're not willing to take responsibility for the part that you played in that foolishness that your child is going through, then you can't blame the child. And don't get mad when you ask your child, well, where did you learn this from? Because we sit up here and think that, oh, well, we did everything right and we did everything bad. Well, where did we, you learn this from? And when they set up and say, I learned it from you. I learned it from you, mama. I learned it from you, daddy. Uh, mama, you, you allow daddy to do this to you or you talk to daddy crazy. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand that your marriage goes beyond yourself and your children are learning by what they see more than what you say. That's true. That is so true. That was good. Thanks, uh, baby. And so look, looking at this once again, I want to kind of um, focus on that, that word importance. Mm -hmm. And the word marriage. Okay. Uh, starting off with importance, you know, what's important to you may not be important to me. Mm. So when you're getting married, getting married, both you guys have to line up with each other. So maybe some of the things that are important to you guys together, you have to be able to work, you know, with them together. Mm -hmm. um, and then going into the marriage, once again, I, I want to show you with the word marriage, why is so important on your family. So God made marriage between a man and a woman, and those two individuals were supposed to be helpmates, right? Mm -hmm. So with those helpmates, that means those individuals had to build a foundation. I talked about that a little bit earlier. So the importance of marriage is to first start off and build a foundation, get a foundation set that you can build upon. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's so important about marriage is it teaches individuals how to serve. Oh, oh, that's Teaches true. individuals how to serve. When that man serves that woman and that woman serves that man, when children look at that, they will learn how to serve their partner, their husband, their wife when they get older. Mm -hmm. See, if you show it to them rightly, they'll know how to serve. If you don't, then they'll just know how to either take or they'll be that person that's constantly giving and they get worn out. Yes. So it teaches individuals, in a sense, how to keep things balanced. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that balance uh, a little later on. Uh, another part that comes from that, and, and it starts out with the serving part, it, it teaches individuals how to worship. That's so, good. you know, when you see that that man is doing something good, you can give him a little bit of praise and worship. But that ultimate praise and worship should be going back to the creator of marriage mm. because he was the one that set out the plans and design for marriage. So when you encourage one another, it's easy to turn around and be able to worship God. Yes. Wow. That's good. The, the next thing is it teaches forgiveness. When children can see when things are not right in a marriage, they know when things are going wrong. They see when daddy accused mommy of this or vice versa. But then when they can see that you can come back together as adults and say, I'm sorry, could you please forgive me for the mistake that I made this, that and the other. That's the importance of marriage on children is that they can see the individuals can have flaws 
and be forgiven for it. Mm-hmm. All too often in the society that we live in, we want to be able to pick at everyone's flaws and make it seem like we're perfect when we're not. And then when we come up and we fall short of the mark, then we want somebody to forgive us, but we don't want to forgive somebody else. Mm. So it teaches forgiveness as well. It also encourages teamwork. There are some things in marriage that individuals are able to accomplish on their own. But as a team perspective, there's some things that husband and wife have to work together to do in order to be able to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. And so it shows a child that, you know, when I get older, I need my wife. I need my husband to be a help me. God clearly designed that and put that out for us in Genesis because he said he wanted man to have a help me because all the other animals that he created, there was another individual, another mate for them. And man did not have one. Mm-hmm. So to have a help me, you got to have a team uh uh, mentality of working as a team to accomplish certain goals. It's not about you. It's not about I. It's about us. It's about we and how we're going to move forward in this. Mm-hmm. The next thing that uh, is so impar- important in marriage is marriage teaches finances. Oh, that's true. It teaches finances. When you are working and you have money coming in from whatever method, you know, Children see how you operate with money. They see if daddy is hoarding all the money and keeping it from mama or vice versa or whatever the case may be. It will teach kids how to kind of get into finances. If you show your children that you every time the phone rings, don't answer the phone because it could be a bill collector. They may end up doing the same thing. Mm. It's what my wife was talking about earlier. Some of the things that we show them, they naturally pick up on because mm-hmm. they think it's right. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're their first teacher. That's true. Don't, don't, let's not think about the kindergarten teacher, first, second, third grade and all that stuff. We're the first teacher that starts to instill things in our children. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I want to add to that is that when when it comes to marriage and it comes to teaching, understand that your children are not going to be perfect and you're not going to be perfect in marriage. Mm-hmm. God created Adam and Eve. It was two people. That's the only individuals he had the so-called worry about. He gave them instruction and right off the bat, they did something wrong. So we are way far under God. What makes us think that we're going to teach our kids and they're going to be perfect? That's true. A lot of people are finding that out right now uh, in the midst of this coronavirus uh, epidemic that we're going through mm-hmm. is that teachers are telling us what our children are like because they're spending more time with come them. On. And then we're trying to say, no, it's not. Now you're stuck at home with them. You start to see that real side start to come and out. And trying to throw them babies back in school. You go. No, it starts at home. It does. <laughs> it, so it teaches us, number one, how to start teaching our children to be responsible adults and how they should be setting themselves up for marriage when they get married. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I want to say, uh, once again, I said I was going to get to this, is that marriage teaches us how to create balance. Mm, that's good. It's important in a relationship to have balance. Mm-hmm. One person can't be right all the time and the other person be wrong. Mm-hmm. One person can't possess all the strengths and the other person possesses all the weaknesses. In a relationship, you have individuals that have strength and weaknesses. The way that you keep that balance is by bringing those two together and having that person's back. Mm-hmm. I can pay bills. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it in an effective manner that's going to benefit uh, my family. So my mm-hmm. wife has that responsibility in our relationship of paying the bills. Mm-hmm. I work. I bring the money home. She takes a look at everything. This is how we're going to divide this out to make sure all the bills get paid. This, that, and that. We covered. We got this saved. We're putting this at church. We're giving this to a family. Whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that balances us out. 
Yeah. Now, my wife, on the other hand, uh, she can do certain things around the house, but, you know, she can't fix a lot of things. She mm-hmm. will tell me we've sprung a leak here or this is popping up. I will handle that. And that keeps us balanced. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're learning from each other. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how she does the system of paying bills. That way, if she's not able to, I can step in. She's learning how to make little small repairs and things of that nature. It helps us stay balanced because no relationship is going to be perfect by one person doing everything by themselves. It has to be a team effort. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing that I will say why um, marriage is so important on the family, it it goes back once again to that teamwork effort to show that we do need another individual. Mm. See, one of the reasons why we have a lot of problems within the marital structure uh, in the world today is because we've been taught things from a worldly perspective. Come on. And so I don't need no man. Mm -hmm. I don't need a woman. I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. And then when you find out that that's not true, you've been hurt and broken for so long. That's been instilled in your mind for so long that that's the only thing that you can see. Yes, that's true. So we have to understand that you do need a help me in this day and age or every day and age when when it comes to marriage. That's what God designed it for. Mm -hmm. So my question to individuals is that if God had the design. Why are we trying to change it? Come on. Come on. If he had the design of how marriage is supposed to be, how we, why are we trying to change it? Mm -hmm. When he says he wants it between one man or one woman, why are we trying to marry two, three, four, five, and six people? Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. we have to understand is there is a design and a roadmap that has been put out there. We have to try to follow that because anytime man starts putting his fingers in some things, Some things start to go uh, drastically wrong. Mm -hmm. We have to rely on that firm foundation, which is God, and quit putting so much of us into things because when it all boils down to us, it's not about us. That's true. That is true. And so I was sitting up thinking about this, and of course, maybe this is just my counsel and mine coming into this. This topic right here, the importance of marriage, I believe is very important when it comes to premarital counseling. And so before you get married, and, and I, we hope and pray of the last two shows that we did, we did divorce because we wanted to bring out some of the things, not to shame or put anybody down, but bring out some of the things that people go through because of their their actions or whatever the case may be. And so in premarital counseling, I was thinking, wow, this is a good topic to bring up in session because you could see how the person that you're going to marry. So if I'm going to marry um, my now husband, but you know, if we were engaged, he was my fiance and the, the therapist was to ask, Hey, you know, um, Kenya, I want you to share with us or share, you know, with your spouse of the importance of marriage. How do you see the importance of marriage and how important it will be in you all's lives going forward? Right. And then, or even to ask the question, how was an example of marriage? What was the example of marriage in your home growing up? Because see, to be honest, marriage, yes, it is very important. But what we tend to do is Kenya may, you know, have brought some things from his, what we call in the counseling world, his family of origin. He's brought some things in and he has some preconceived ideas of how marriage should be based off of the experiences of his home, where he came from. And the same thing with me. But see, when we do not discuss these things, even though we don't think it's important, it becomes a problem in the marriage. And then that's why we think nothing else is important when it comes to the marriage. So 
to ask um, the importance of marriage on your family. Why is it so important? Not even just on your family, but those, I put it to you like this. I was thinking about this as my husband was talking. I remember, and I go back to this growing up in a church singing this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine everywhere I go. I'm going to let it shine. That little light to me represented God. It represents God. Let me say that. And so if God is walking through me and I'm shining as a light for other people to see other people who may be in dark places, especially in this time right now, it brings hope. And so that's the same way that I see when it comes to marriage and why marriage is so important, not just to your family, those that God has assigned and attached to you is because when you as husband and wife are walking as one, as the scriptures say in Matthew chapter 19, verse six, you're no longer two, but one you're walking as one, guess what your marriage is doing? It's giving God glory, it's giving God honor, and it's giving God praise. But when you walk as two and you don't walk as one, because the word of God says we're no longer two, but we're one flesh. And so once we understand, as my husband was saying, that balance and how important it is to be as one. My husband, this is sometimes how you can know when people walk as one. Me and my husband may go to an event and we may not know nobody. We've done this several times. We know nobody else in that event, but men in Kenya will get to talking and laughing and joking. We're going to have a good time amongst ourselves, regardless of what is going on around us, because we allow God to be in us. And we had to learn that that's not something that we just automatically picked up when we said, I do No, we had to grow and mature to this point. Uh, the reason why a lot of husbands and wives are not realizing how important that their marriage is to God, how important that their marriage is to their family is because you won't allow yourself to mature. Mm, when you become one, the two become one, you got to start learning and move forward in maturity. I am not trying to say that I got some special psychic powers or whatever. I got God that live in me. And so I can discern just by looking at people. I don't care how many fake smiles you put on your face or whatever the case may be when somebody's married marriage is tore up from the floor up and when somebody is truly allowing God to operate in marriage. So I'm going to say this before I go ahead and sit back. We need to, it's time, it's time out for play, play. That's what I'm going to say. It is time out for playing marriage and it is time to be married because as we were saying in this current day, there are so many people that I was seeing on social media that you're complaining about being at home with your spouse. Are you serious? You talking about how you have the avenue of, of escape where you can get away to work. You can get away to school, whatever the case may be. You complaining about being at home with your children. You're complaining about being at home with your family. But soon as things go back to normal or let's go ahead and rewind it back a couple of months, you was at work complaining how you didn't have enough time to spend with your spouse because they was working you on mandatory overtime. You was at, at, at school complaining how you got so much school work that you don't even have time to even look in your kids' face and spend time with your kids. So why do we, especially people of children who call themselves children of the Most High God, you call yourself a follower of Christ, why do we find ourselves complaining like the world? So we need to get back to what's important. And I, God has been giving me, he gave me since 2020, get back to the basics. That's all I heard as of January, 2020, get back to the basics, get back to your family, get back to your spouse, get back to me, get back to your marriage, get back to what's important. We, especially us 
as followers of Christ and children of the most high God have allowed ourselves to be intertwined with the thoughts and the ways of the world, which the word of God says that we are not to be. So if you got off track, please take this time to meditate, take this time to process, take this time to figure out how you and your husband can get back to what's important so that your marriage can get on track and your children can learn from what they see at home. And I'm going to say this one last thing, because I know my husband got something because when he was talking about this, this is what I wrote down. So why is it as parents, we hold the church teachers and we hold the school teachers mm-hmm. to a higher standard yep. of responsibility when it comes to our children, but not ourselves. Mm, that's good. When Jerusalem, our home is our first ministry. So when this stuff get back to normal, remember Shan said it, okay? When it get back to normal, please don't you dare come out of your mouth sideways at a worker at the church about how they taught your child or a worker, one of these school teachers. Because baby, if we was doing what thus says the Lord and training up our children as Proverbs 22 and 6 say, you wouldn't have to worry about the the church teachers and the school teachers contacting you because about your child acting a whole nut in school because you would have done what the word of God said and trained them up properly. I ain't trying to brag, but you know what our school teachers were saying that they miss our kids. When they was calling me, Miss King, can you please tell your child by the name of such and such that I miss having them in class? Then that uh, solidify that we're doing the right thing and we're training our children as of Proverbs 22 and 6. Getting back to what is important. It's time for us to get back to the basics. That's definitely true. And so I want to go ahead. I want to take a couple of shots at... uh, answering the the question of the week why do you think that married couples do not focus on how important the success of their marriage is to their families and when i give these answers that i have here i'm going to be speaking to uh that immediate family and also that uh, external family Mm -hmm. so this is the first thing i'm going to say if the marriage isn't important to you that husband and and the spouse why do you think it's going to be important to anybody else come on it has to be important to you first so that other people see what's important. Yes. See, we can tell what's important to individuals by how they carry and conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. When you get someone that just gets very frivolous and just spends money for the heck of it, money is not that important mm. to them because they think they can get it really easy. But someone that holds on to it, saves it, that spends it wisely, it's mm-hmm. important to them because they realize the importance of having that money. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're all about the money, but they realize it's a part of life mm. so marriage is a part of life how you handle your marriage says a lot about what you think about your marriage that's true all right so once again if the marriage isn't important to you how is it going to be important to anyone else mm-hmm. the, the next thing i want to take a shot at in answering that is that sometimes that marriage is not important uh, of how we think about it and how we view it because of the way that things turned out for the marriage. And I put it to you like this way. I give you an example. Um, man and a woman want to get married. Man's side of the family ain't happy with who he picked. Mm. So now, because they're not happy, they turn their back on you 
And instead of you still moving forward with your family and trying to show individuals what it's supposed to be like, you constantly trying to do things to get back at them. So when your marriage goes off and awry, you don't want anything to know about it. And then when it gets back on the right track because you're blessed, you can't share the blessing with them. So marriages are meant to be able to go through things and show that you can come out on top and still be show that there is a blessing on that relationship. Mm-hmm. All too often, once we see that a family member is not pleased with who we're trying to marry, be with or whatever the case may be, then the first thing we do is we shut them completely out. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to see this whole role. Don't just see me walking down the aisle thinking that this ain't the right uh, person for me. I want you to see that we went through some things, but we still kept our faith in God. I want you to see that we got to the brink of divorce, but then God turned that thing around and we're back at the place where he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't just shut me out in the beginning. I want you to be there for the entire process. It's not one of those things where I'm going to say, I told you so, I was right, or anything of that nature. It's just to show the power that God has when you really come together as one instead of trying to sit there and just do things to please other individuals. Mm -hmm. The the next thing that I want to throw out there, all too often individuals don't focus on the importance of marriage uh, in their families because they're not putting that marriage first. Mm. It's become second, third, fourth down the line because everything else is coming first. I have to make sure that I'm doing that job above and beyond so I can keep that job. I, I have to make sure that I'm involved in city council. I got to go out there and I got to be with my brothers on the line and my sorors to make sure that I ha- am holding standing. But where is your family standing come at? Come on, come on. Where is your family standing at? Mm. What what we have to understand is, and I want to use this kind of like an analogy, if, if your family, that marriage, that marriage is that building block, that foundation that we build on. Mm-hmm. Anytime you take the foundation away from a building, everything else has to come down. That's true. So it should show you right then and there why marriage is important. It's the foundation. It's the thing that holds everything else up. Mm -hmm. If something is not right in your home, it's not going to be right in your fraternity. Mm. If something is not right in your home, it's not going to be right at church. And I think you heard my wife speak, uh, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks where, you know, we had a bishop that told us, hey, if you go through this stuff at home and you arguing and fussing and fighting, don't bring that stuff down to the he altar. Sure did. You, you leave that there, which means you got to get yourself straight Come before on. you get anybody else straight. Uh-huh. That's another reason why marriage is important. When people see that you go through things and you come out on top, it may give them that option for them to keep, keep pushing so that they can come out on uh-huh. top. Your marriage is just not about you. Uh-huh. It will spread out in a sense like a a blessing, if you will, a covering, if you will, if you would just allow it to go forth and do what it's supposed to do. Uh When people see that you can overcome, it may shine a light on their situation and say, hey, maybe, hey, it's not as, our situation ain't as bad as that and they made it. We need to keep pushing through. Mm. Or their situation was really bad and, and they got through. Ours is bad or it may be worse, but I think we can make it. It can increase the faith of another individual just by how you care for your marriage and show people how important it is. That's true. And then the last thing that I'm going to tell you is, is this on this uh, reason, on this particular point. Marriage has to be important to families because when it's important to you, you will put more into it. That's true. When it's important to you, you will put more into it. Uh The second half of this connection is we have to understand that the devil is going to come 
for those things that we think that are important to us. Mm-hmm. So you might as well go ahead and build that foundation up. You may as well go ahead and get prayed up. You might as well go ahead and build your loins up, gird yourself up because the devil wants to come for those things that's important not only to you, but that's important to God. Mm-hmm. But once we have to understand, what we have to understand is this, whatever is important to God, he's going to cover. That's true. Amen. So when the devil tries to attack, God's going to be there. He's going to give you a way to defend that. Mm-hmm. So you can look at the, 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 devil the enemy just like goliath and your marriage can be david Mm. you don't need to build up a whole arsenal you just need three stones come on Mm. so when other individuals are sitting back saying we don't know how to fight this is bigger than us only thing you got to do is be that david and stand firm and and on your foundation that god has built you up with use the tools that he's given you because like david you can't use somebody else's armor come on you got to be able to use your own and you got to be ready to sling the stones yes yes and so Um, Like we said that we were going to do, you know, people take the time out to answer our question of the day. And so what we're going to do is we are going to read some of the responses that individuals have shared with us in regards to our question of the week, actually. And and just to remind you, our question of the week is, why do you think that married couples do not focus on how important the success of their marriage is to their families? So here are some of the responses that we have received over the last week. To be honest, in my view, with some people here in the United States and even internationally, we do not value marriage. Mm. It's just like having another qualification or material possession. You can just get out of it if it no longer serves you. We're also still behind in understanding psychological psychological and mental issues as to how a healthy, stable family unites influence human development and society at large. It's still very weird and disrespectful to show each other affection. Men must be hard, strong, silent, and strict. Women must be subservient and resilient. Stay in the marriage or relationship no matter the cost. Kids, on the other hand, must be just seen and not heard. I remember that growing up. Some people think that it's either one extreme or the other. It's either you marry young and stay forever with the occasional infidelity, or you just keep upgrading from one spouse to another. Once we all change our view of marriage, being beyond the wedding day and rings, then things will improve. I have hope though, change is happening one tiny step at a time. So that's one individual. Then we have, you know, a few shorter ones that says a lot of married couples just get comfortable with being together and just being married that they don't even think any further than that. Someone else says selfishness, the focus of being me versus us, a what do or can I stand to gain from this mentality? That's good. And then someone else says when people get married, They are in the euphoria of the wedding and honeymoon. Marriage takes work and you need the proper tools for marriage for it to be successful. Most don't have good examples and don't seek proper counsel when they get in trouble spots. So this is just something that I was thinking as my husband was talking right before reading these statements. The question of the day um, or, or the topic, the importance of marriage on your family. I'm going to ask you to do this. Why is marriage important on your family? I want you right now to take the time as I am speaking and mentally go back in your family lineage to the generations 
and see how many successful marriages was in your family lineage. And I'll do it right now. I'll tell you right now over the air. This is why marriage is important. This is why it's important for you to work together as one. This is why it's important for husbands and wives to have that as one mentality as Matthew 19 and 6 say versus that singular mentality. Because when you look back in your lineage at how many successful marriages, if you have a lineage of strong, successful marriages, the probability nine times out of 10 is that the lineage of strong, successful marriages is continue, is going to continue going forward in your generations. Because somewhere in there, some wisdom is being shared about what it takes to stay strong. Now, I'm not talking about people who just stand married for the sake, you know, whatever, being marriage and safe face. No, I'm talking about strong and happy, godly, successful marriages. So, so you ask, why is marriage important to your family? Look at your lineage. How many in your lineage has had unsuccessful marriages? How many successful godly marriages is there in your lineage? Right now, for me speaking, Actually, on both sides of my family that I can think to include myself, it is me, it is an uncle and aunt, and my grandparents were married over 50 years as far as successful marriages, godly marriages in the uh, lineage. And I also have my sister and her husband that they've been married. You know what I'm saying? So how many can you count? How many failed marriages were there? Somewhere in there, we should be willing to. So it was four successful for my marriage, uh, for my family, my lineage. Somewhere in there, we should be willing to want to change the whole dynamic of that. Then I'm going to ask this question because I know my husband has something else before we get ready to close out this show for this week. I'm going to ask you this. Look at your, uh, look at your lineage is what I asked you to do as to why it's important. But the second thing is, if your marriage is not important to you, do you really believe in God? Because see, God is the creator, as my husband was saying in the first part of this show, of the institution of marriage. And he explained in the first part, if you happen to just join in, you're going to have to go to our podcast or whatever, YouTube, whatever, to go back and listen. But if your marriage is not important, you got married and things like that, husband and a wife, think about this individually. If your marriage is not important to you, is God really important to you? Now, um, we talking about if you got married, you know, the intention, God, whatever the case may be. And then I'm going to ask, is God even in your marriage? Because a lot, especially us that call ourselves children of the most high God, we'll lie and say God is in our marriage. We'll lie and say God is the head. God is the foundation. God is in the midst. But but when we do that and we're not willing to do our part, if we say that God is in the midst, what we're doing is actually making God out to be a liar. Who who, who, who am I talking to? Mm. I'm just saying. Oh, that's good. Uh, the, the thing that I want to do real quick uh, as we get ready to uh, wind this down, um, every topic that we have, every question of the day that we have, uh, I like to pick different words out of there because sometimes those words have specific meaning. And if you get the definition of those meanings, sometimes it helps you better understand the direction that we're going in uh, when it comes to some of the topics and how we're explaining things. Mm -hmm. So in the, this uh, question of the day, we ask, uh, why do you think that married couples do not focus on how important the success of their marriage is to their families? So the word that I want to concentrate on in there is focus. Okay. So when you look at the definition of focus, it means the center of interest or activity, the state or quality of having or producing clear 
visual definition. Mm. Uh, it could be used as a verb where you adapt to the prevailing level of light and become able to see clearly mm. or to pay particular attention to. Mm. So when you wonder why marriages, uh, couples don't focus, can those individuals really see? Oh, okay. Can they really see what's going on in their marriage that they're not focusing on their family? Because th- what what I've learned so far about this year, and, and I'm not knocking anyone, but I, you know, I get on Facebook sometimes. I see Instagram. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on CTV, radio, a lot of different ways that you know things are put out there to individuals. And the one thing that keeps popping up is this whole 2020 vision thing. Mm-hmm. I see that so much. I started to wonder what I was really seeing. Mm-hmm. And what God gave me with this 2020 vision is that when people need to focus on their marriage, some of them can't focus on that because they don't have 2020 vision. Mm. They can't see clearly. Mm. Some of these individuals may be nearsighted. Some of them are farsighted. You got some individuals that are legally blind. You got some people that are actually blind. Mm, mm, mm. And what we have to understand is that if our vision is not focused, then we need to do what we have to in order to correct our vision. So if you got to put on some bifocals so that you can see something straight, then you put the bifocals on. on. If you're completely blind and you have to learn how to read Braille or get someone else to show you how to do something or lead you, Mm. then you do that. But all too often when it also comes to focus, we only want to see what we want to see. We don't start to take a look at the other side of things to say, wait a minute, I may have been completely looking at this at the wrong um, angle, looking Mm -hmm. at it at the wrong uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to do is understand that that focus for a lot of different individuals has to be adjusted. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to hunt. I use binoculars a lot. I use scopes. And see, sometimes when it comes to your focus on your scope, if you turn that power up too much, even though you got that crosshair on that animal, you may miss because you've made the picture too big. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to understand that. Sometimes we focus so much that we make the picture bigger than what it really is. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we get it so small, we may be off the mark because we've turned that power all the way down. And then you start to realize that animal may be bigger than what it really is. Mm -hmm. So it's important to try to focus things in the middle so that you get that clear picture. That's true. And for some individuals, that clarity, that that point of understanding, that point of seeing is going to be accomplished in a number of different ways. And one of the ways that you can really get that clarity and focus is to open up that book and take a look at it. Come on. Open up the Bible and take a look at that so God can focus your attention on where it needs to be. Mm. Because what the enemy tries to do is to keep you out of focus. Yes. When he gets your mind off of the word, off of reading what God is telling you to do and what your marriage should look like and what you should be doing for that, you start to focus somewhere else. But guess what? He's still focused on that thing so to make sure that you don't come back to it. So be careful on the things that you focus on, because if there is a distraction there, you have to understand that the enemy is lulling around somewhere else to try to damage what he has distracted you from. That's true. And so I'm going to say this, um, the importance of marriage on your family. I just encourage each and every one of us to understand that our marriages is about more than just us. Our marriage is about more than just us. Hopefully and prayerfully that this show has been a blessing this week to you and it make you think because we, me and my husband, we do not come and God does not allow us to come over the airways to um, bash people in regards to their marriage. The hopes is that you, you don't uh, listen to it and you be offensive. 
but you listen to it and you learn. You take the meat and you spit out the bones, which means that for those listening around the world who don't understand the United States, we probably understand is better, is that you take what applies to you and that which doesn't apply, then you don't really focus, as my husband was just saying, on that part. And so in this time, I was just sharing this um, in a different forum this week, this past week, last week, actually, um, it was last Monday to be exact, is I always pray when things happen and say, okay, God, what is it that you want us to get out of this? You see what I'm saying? So in the current situation that we're in right now around the world, what is it that you want us to get out of this? And so the reason why your marriage, I feel our marriages are important, not only just to our family, to those that God has connected to us as well, is because the current state that we're in right now, people have made everything else important above their family, above their marriage, above their health, above God. And so I say, God, if this is your will, I see how you are bringing us back to what and having us focus on what is important. So we just encourage you this week, focus on what is important. If you're single, focus on your relationship with God, focus on your health. You see what I'm saying? Focus on remaining positive and keeping your mind renewed uh, daily with the word of God. That applies to those who are married. That applies to everyone. If you have a family, get back to focusing on your family. If it's just you and your spouse, get back to focusing on you and your spouse. And so that's what this week's show is about. Getting back to the importance and knowing that your marriage is about more than just you. It's showing your children and those that are in your extended family and those who have God connected to you. So, Mr. King, can you read the thought of the week? Yes. Our thought of the week comes from Mariah Miller. And it reads, marriage is one of the most important institutions we have. Mm. It binds society and families together. Mm. It is a building block that promotes stability. Hmm. And that's actually true. And that's why we have Mm -hmm. the model that we have working to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. So... We want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsors, Christian Humor for slash inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. Excuse me. <coughs> if you are into social media, please check them out simply by searching them on Facebook at Christian Humor for slash inspiration. Now, we ask that you join us back next Monday. We're going to stay in the same vein of marriage and family. So on March the 30th, as we discuss broken children creates broken adults. Again, broken children creates broken adults. So our questions that we're going to have for next week, which we will put out on our social medias, and we encourage you to go to Facebook and Instagram if you have those avenues to provide a response. What do you think causes children to become broken? That's the first question. And the second one is, why are people not willing to admit and fix their brokenness? So we're really going to be coming of from a place of being broken. And so feel free to follow us and communicate with us if you have any marriage questions or topics that you would like to be discussed. You can communicate via our Facebook page, our Instagram, and our YouTube channel by searching Marriage Mondays with the Kings. If you are on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at K-E-N-Y-A-N-S-H-A-N. And then 
we you can email us at marriagemondays at mykrgn.com. Again, feel free to email us at marriagemondays at mykrgn.com. If you miss any shows, if you're listening right now from our podcast, we thank you, thank you, thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, and Google Play. We thank you for our support. So we have like about a minute and a half. Mr. King, do you have anything else that you would like to share to wrap up this week's show? I would just say that uh, when, it, when it comes to this topic of the importance of marriage on your family, uh, is for individuals to really sit back and think about uh, what it is that you want to accomplish in, in life pertaining to uh, your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found out from my own point of view, my own experience, is the success of an individual has a lot uh, to do with the uh, strength of the family, the Amen. support of the family, mm-hmm. uh, even in counseling in certain certain counseling realms and, and fields, uh, depending on what that person is going through, the support that a person gets from their family as they're going through that uh, often determines the success rate of that individual completing uh, that particular type of counseling. That's and true. so what I would say is, you know, get your um, marriage in order, uh, get your focus where it needs to be. And uh, let your marriage uh, be a picture, if you will, uh, of your life mm-hmm. and what, what you want it to be. Um, build that firm foundation and then be able to stand on that found, uh, firm foundation is the most important thing. Get the foundation set because whatever you put on the firm foundation that's uh, built by God will stand. Amen. And so that wraps up this week's show. We want to thank you so much, as always, for joining us. And we will be back with you next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The, the Rock. Rock.